Good morning. Uh, it's Monday morning. I'm going to do a, something something a little bit different uh, this week in our devotionals. You see, I've got my whiteboard behind me. We're going to use this a little bit this week to talk about a few concepts that are that are important to me and I think important to all of us as Christians. Um, so I'm glad you're with us today. I hope this works well. We'll see how it works throughout the week. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't. But I, I think this is something something I've been chewing on that really important that I want to talk about. And, and I hope we can explore further in our in our devotionals. Um, I want to read to you um, a passage of scripture that's really important. Um, uh, it, it's, uh, it, it comes from um, Matthew's gospel. It says this. It says, When the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment the law is the greatest? He said to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest, the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your labor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and prophets. That's for Jesus the greatest commandment. Um, to love God and love neighbor. And I love how he says, that on this hangs all the law and the prophets. Other translations say, on this hinges the law and the prophets. To me, this is really what our faith boils down to, is loving God and loving neighbor. We, I talked about this yesterday in my sermon, about how um, we're to pursue holiness. And holiness is living out the gospel completely in our life. And I think the gospel, when lived out completely, boils down to this loving God and loving neighbor. Okay, here's where I'm going with this this week. is you If you've followed me for any time on Facebook, online, if I've been your pastor, you know you've heard me talk a lot about love of God and love of neighbor. Um, when I say that, I think when Jesus says that, he's talking about that's shorthand for something deeper. Um, the creeds were first constructed because um, they would say, what do Christians believe? And they would confess the creeds. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. And it just, it's a succinct statement of what Christians believe. But the creed is not the totality of Christian belief. It is basically a distilled form of what we believe. It's a very simple way of saying we believe this. But then if you want to unpack it, there's books and books and books and books and books written about what the creed actually stands for. But the creed is the distilled version of what is core key Christian doctrine. Okay. So for me, I think the holiness that God desires for us to live out boils down to loving God and loving neighbor. That's words and concepts, but what does it mean? What does it mean for us to love God and love neighbor? What does that actually look like in our life? And so this week, I want to unpack for you what I mean when I say love of God and love of neighbor. Love of God and love of neighbor to me is shorthand for something deeper, something more. And by the way, what I'm going to share with you this week is not anything unique to me. It's core, key Christian doctrine. It's very Wesleyan. It's what Wesley meant. I learned this in seminary. But I want you to get a better understanding of what love of God and love of neighbor looks like because we mistake loving God for and loving neighbor for emotion. I love God, so I feel warm fuzzies towards God. Or I love neighbor, so I feel warm fuzzies towards my neighbor. That That's not what I'm talking about. I, loving God, love of neighbor, loving God and loving neighbor may produce emotion. There may be emotion that comes with it. I'm not saying it's not emotional, but the point of loving God and loving neighbor is not to feel or experience emotion. The emotion comes, that's great. But that's not the point of all this. That's not what it means to love God and love neighbor. So I want to draw an illustration for you on our whiteboard that we're going to unpack throughout the rest of this week. 
This is a symbol that's called the Jerusalem cross. You've probably seen, I have several of my stoles that I wear in church that, that will have this cross on it and have this symbol on it. And so, um, here, let me. I'm also trying to write better than I normally do. Um, so, um, so, um, Okay, so here you see this, love of God and love of neighbor. These are the two foundations of what we're going to talk about here. But what we're going to see here is that to, to love God, you have, lo you have loving God is often seen in what's called works of piety. These are things that we do or ways we experience God. These things, these things, piety is about our love of God. These are things that we do that show... It's a balance. They show our love of God. But in doing these things, it helps us to love God more. So because I love God, I will do these things. But doing these things helps me love God more. It's a, it's a circle. It's a circle. The more I do them, the more I love God. The more I love God, the more I want to do them. Same thing here with neighbor. Called works of mercy. So the, because I love my neighbor, there's things that I'm going to do. I love my neighbor. My love of neighbor is seen in these areas. But likewise, when I do these things, it makes me love my neighbor more. So works of, we, our, love, our love of God is seen in our works of piety. And our love of our neighbor is seen in our works of mercy. So see, once again, this is, these are not emotional things. Now, doing these things may increase emotion, but they aren't about trying to be emotional. They're about loving God and loving neighbor. These are actions. These are things that we do. So love of God, love of neighbor. You see this, works of piety, love of God, works of mercy, love of neighbor. So in this, we're going to see that loving God and loving neighbor has a public dimension and a private dimension. There are things that I do as an individual. There are things that I do as a community or as a church. So love of God, works of piety, has a private dimension, which is called devotion. Works of devotion. Public. Worship, okay? Works of mercy, you have your private compassion. Mercy, on the public rather, justice. So when we say private, that's me or you. So if you're watching these devotionals online or you're listening to these devotionals through podcast, that would be an act of devotion. It's a devotional. It's something that you're doing as an individual. Maybe do it as a family, perhaps. But most likely, you're listening to this as you're driving or you're watching this at your computer or this is something individual you're doing. This is devotion. But worship is public. We do this as community. Now, there are, so, but don't you worship as an individual? Yeah, and that's, that's devotional. Like, you, you experience it as an individual, but, but we're called to worship together. We're going to talk about these individually. Same thing with, with works of mercy. 
having compassion upon individuals, but working to make the world a better place. And so public, private is individual. Public is typically seen as the domain of the church. So we need both of these. To love God. So see, the artist see how loving God, love neighbor is so much more than just warm fuzzies or emotions, but it is things that we do. Our love of God is seen in how we do these things. Our love of neighbor is seen in how we do these things. It isn't just that we feel emotion towards my neighbor, but if I love my neighbor, I'm going to want to show compassion upon my neighbor. If I love my neighbor, I'm going to work to I'm going to want to work to make the world a better place because of my neighbor. So when I say love of God and love of neighbor, it's shorthand for this. It's shorthand for this. It's shorthand for living out works of piety. And it's shorthand for living out works of mercy. That's what it means to me to love God and love neighbor. And when we're doing these things, we're doing these things, we're living out this. Holiness. To be holy, to be set apart, I think means to do all of this. To be holy means to live these things out. Because if you're doing these things, God's going to consume your life. God's going to consume your life. So what we're going to talk about the rest of this week is where we're going to look closer at each of these quadrants and what it means to do these things. And how, but tomorrow real quick, we're going to talk about the means of grace and how these things affect us. So, but um, we're going to unpack that as well. But I want you to see, for me, for Andy, whenever I talk about works, when I talk about love of God, love of neighbor, that is shorthand, like the creed is shorthand for our Christian doctrine. Love of God, love of neighbor. This is shorthand for what this looks like. Works of piety, loving God. Works of mercy, loving our neighbor. By doing these things, we, we, we're being faithful to the gospel. And we're living out the life that God wants us to live. Loving him and loving each other. So we're going to unpack this this week in our devotional time together. Hope it's something helpful to you. Uh, thanks for watching today. And tomorrow we'll kind of unpack. Uh, well, so we're going to kind of work around this week. We're going to start devotion and work away. We're, we're going to go devotion, worship, compassion, justice, and talk about what these things look like. Thanks for watching this today, and we'll uh, we'll uh, learn more tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Have a great day.